0: Welcome to the Market Leaders Podcast, where you'll find valuable marketing and business development insights from innovative thinkers. The podcast series is brought to you by Ackert, the company behind Pipeline Plus. Tired of overcomplicated CRM? Pipeline Plus is the easiest business development tool you'll ever use. It helps you organize and focus on your most important relationships. With instructional e-learning tutorials and concrete suggestions from our built-in AI, Pipeline Plus gives you everything you need to get new business from your existing network. Visit ackertinc.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to the Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert and today our guest is Brittany Schmidt, who's the Chief Marketing and Development Officer at Vorey's, soon to become the firm's Chief talent officer. So Britt, welcome to our show.
1: Thank you, David. Thank you for having me.
0: And I want to start with condolences. I understand that you're going to be losing your job soon, and I'm just really sorry to hear that. Uh, (laughs) But the good news is that I guess you've already got your next role secured, and it's at the same firm.
1: Yes, imagine that. I have come up with an entirely new role for myself.
0: So you're taking the marketing and perhaps some of the business development focus out of your Uh, role and transitioning into being the the chief talent officer at the firm, Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about that transition and what your vision is for uh, the talent management and development side of things. But first, Tell us a little bit about your firm. Give us some context.
1: Voris is an AMLA 200 firm. We're mid-sized. And I really think what distinguishes Boris from other firms is our culture of teamwork, collaboration, and client service. I can say, having been with a firm for 10 years, that these are things that we actually do.
0: I'm sure you'll have an opportunity to build on those values in your new role. Tell us a little bit about your background. You've been the chief marketing and development officer for like 10 years there now, right?
1: Been in legal marketing for 15 years. It feels I'm a lifer. Um, and my background is legal marketing. I have a marketing undergrad and a JD. Although I never practiced, I went straight into the business side of law. It's operations first as a proposal writer for Holland and Hart, a law firm in Denver. From that position, my responsibilities really grew. I transitioned into a business development manager for the firm's litigation practice, which involved about 200 attorneys across 15 subgroups for the firm. And I helped them with everything related to marketing and business development. And it was in 2010 when I moved to Ohio to be closer to my husband's family. And I joined Boris in a similar role at that time as a litigation practice development manager. But my role over the past 10 years for Boris has really expanded to include leading the firm's marketing and business development department, but my responsibilities in that role aren't limited just to traditional marketing and BD activities. Our department, we're called the business development department, but the department oversees marketing, communications, business development, client relations, attorney professional development and support of the firm-wide diversity and inclusion initiatives and other community partnerships. Over 10 years, I've just had an opportunity to be involved in all aspects of the firm operations to participate on various firm committees that touch heavily on talent, but are spread across the firm. And that includes our training committee, our mentorship committee, our strategic operations and planning committee. So, uh, Chief Marketing and Development Officer is, is probably a limiting title for me, really.
0: Well, it sounds like you've developed a really influential function within the firm over the years. Um, it's interesting that you, know, you you talk about the talent development side of things, the professional development side of things, um, and your, your voice does kind of brighten a little bit when you start talking about that. So I'm wondering if that had anything to do with you managing to say, you know what, this is my favorite part of my job. I think I just want to make this the entire focus for my role. Was, was that part of it?
1: It's definitely part of it, although it's marrying both a need and an interest, which I think is really where the, the magic happens in talent development anyway. Certainly, when I came to the firm, one of the first things I noticed was that attorney business development training was missing, So immediately I developed a curriculum uh, focused on business development and client relationship building for our attorneys. And that then became more targeted by level. So associates had their business development boot camps and then our new partners went through business development training and then that has just morphed from there into a more fulsome curriculum with different learning tracks and development of competencies that are tied into our values the behaviors that we want to see as well as the the substantive skills that that our folks need to learn and so Yeah, I was never hired to do this. It was something that I loved to do, and I saw a need, and so I filled it.
0: I applaud what sounds like to be a pretty holistic approach to business development training at various levels of maturity across the firm.
1: We continue to infuse into our curriculum items that are in response to the market. Being in the midst of COVID, the skills that you need to manage well, manage your practice well, collaborate with others. A lot of the things that we teach still apply, but there are some new skills and competencies that we are inserting now in response to the current market.
0: Can you talk a little bit about what some of those skills are? This is an area that I am particularly focused on in the offerings that we're delivering.
1: We have to take a fresh look at everything we're doing and say, What still stands and how do we want to approach these things differently? What I would say is new into the equation, and maybe it shouldn't be new, is really a focus on our people's overall well-being. So we are incorporating topics around stress management and resilience and managing uncertainty and dealing with that in your day-to-day, which may be things that you naturally did, but there is that is a muscle that can be strengthened, and we're looking at that. And I would also say that we're being very intentional about developing inclusive behaviors across the firm, both attorneys and staff. And when we're in this position where we are all operating on our own, at home, We want to stay connected and keep that fabric of teamwork alive. And we want folks to feel engaged and included in the firm decisions and the firm happenings and to create opportunities to continue to build those relationships. We have to be even more intentional about building in those opportunities for inclusion.
0: How are you recommending that people manage stress during this time? Can you come up with an example of maybe a a tip or a distinction that uh, you've been advocating at the firm?
1: I'm a huge advocate for mindfulness practice and meditation. We're using Microsoft Teams and we've set up a channel that provides tips about how to thrive in the current environment, and meditation is one of those pieces that we absolutely promote. The other piece is really to continue to invest in relationships. That social connection is really important and to lean on those relationships that are established in both informal and formal ways because when you say it out loud and you share an experience with another person, it helps to minimize the effect of that experience. If you keep that stress inside and you don't give voice to it, then I think it becomes A little bit harder to manage and bigger than it may actually be.
0: I'm uh, so delighted to hear you talking about this for a couple of reasons. One is I've certainly found these techniques to be effective in my own management of stress during this time. And second, we're in an industry where there's so much emphasis on how people seem like I always need to seem like I'm a winner and I always need to seem like I have the answer. I mean,
1: we're in a profession where everyone is so high achieving. I think a huge part of what I do is simply create space for conversation and to make sure the things I'm hearing across the firm are making its way to leadership and that leadership's addressing it throughout the firm.
0: So tell us, what are you looking forward to in your new role as you look downstream at this transition and the ways that you're going to be able to really double down on the good work that you've begun to do
1: Your point about the fact that I get really excited is just so true. I wear many hats living in both the BD and the talent worlds. And really one of the things I'm looking most forward to is simply digging into talent with even greater focus. I'm most excited though, David, to take some of the principles of client development and apply it to our talent initiatives. I think talent development and law firms are simply missing some of those fundamental client development and relationship building principles that we apply externally, but for some reason we're not doing it internally. And I feel so strongly that that is a missing ingredient in an effective talent management program at a firm. What if we treated each other in the firm with the same care and attention that we do with our clients? What do we think would happen when we do that? I think the same thing is going to happen that we see already happening with our clients. We attract more clients, so we would grow more clients, we'd retain our clients. And so when you apply that to the talent space, we'll attract more talent, we'll grow our talent, we'll retain our talent. Client development principles are all about we're in the relationship business, we're in service of others. And how are we bringing that same mindset and that approach to our own people? We preach, know your client, know their business, understand what they need to be successful. What are their current challenges? How can you help? So how are we translating the same approach that we're using with our clients to our own colleagues, to our mentees, to other peers within our group? How well do you know them? Do you know their practice, their needs, their goals, their challenges, what they need from you right now? And is your first question, how can I help? One of the things that I'm most excited about and what really clicked for me is a focus on elevating the attorney experience because that's really when some of our client development initiatives just flew. We spend a lot of time with our clients. We ask them for feedback. We even map out their experience with the firm to identify significant or even really small ways that we can elevate their experience. We look closely at all the different touch points along the attorney experience because we really want to protect and grow that relationship. And I think about, are we mapping our attorney experience in the same way? And that's really the piece that I'm spending time on now. I'm looking at our hiring processes. I'm looking at how we're integrating and onboarding. What's the review process for them? How are we showing them appreciation? What are all those different touch points along the attorney experiences? And what are those significant and even small ways that we can improve it? Client development principles that we see work externally need to be turned inward. And I really feel like that's going to make all of the
0: difference. I really hear what you're saying. There are so many who have developed a curriculum for business development and client development, either internally, like you have, or there are external companies like ours that have developed that and firms license it. And yet I have yet to hear of anyone who has developed a meaningful, comprehensive curriculum on how lawyers should treat each other and how they can enhance the experience of practicing law together. We're not very specific or instructive or directive when it comes to that piece. So I can see how this vision that you have would really amplify the culture at Voorhees and of course, make it that much more of an attractive place to work and that much more of a place where you would wanna stay long-term. So it's a big endeavor that you have. (laughs) in store for yourself. Surely it comes with some concerns. Tell us a little bit about what you are maybe a little bit worried about when you look down the road to this considerable effort that you intend to bring to the firm.
1: What, me worried? (laughs) Uh, No, actually, this question reminds me of one of my favorite songs. And the lyric is, whatever I fear the most is whatever I see before me. It's a toe the wet sprocket song. That's probably, uh-huh. aging me. That's, that's probably aging me. Yes, I do worry. And it's because I care so much. I look, I'm starting something new at a hundred plus year old law firm. I, this is not for the faint of heart. This is a big job. Talent is the foundation upon which everything sits. So that can be a little bit daunting. It's also really exciting and enticing just from a personal perspective professional uh, career development moment. I'm really excited about the good work that can be done. But if I had to boil it down to my primary concerns, I think one is that everyone has a different idea for what success looks like in the talent space and because it touches everything. And I know that I'm only going to be able to help the firm deliver on some of it at the start and that it's going to be a work in progress. And and that is going to require strong leadership and a good strategy and a plan and good communication. Thankfully, all of which I'm thinking through and have in my corner. But I think the more pressing concern is, David, that we're in a unique time right now. Yeah. And there are challenges that come with being in this environment. There are opportunities, too. And I'm seeing a lot of silver linings about the current environment, but when you're touching on Attracting talent in a a down market and when you're talking about integrating people who are remote or integrating even new talent into the firm and the skills that are needed in our current environment not only to skill up in terms of technology and virtual relationship building and those other skills and competencies I talked to you about earlier a lot of things are sort of on its face it's fresh it's new so on the one hand that's a great opportunity for me coming in to build something new because I can address it in the present moment rather than rework a lot of systems in place. On the other hand, we have to be really nimble right now. It's complex. And this is a really high-touch space. I do a lot of listening and talking to our people. And, you know, the current environment presents a number of challenges, all of which I'm up to the task force. But it does present some complexities.
0: Well, you are looking to create meaningful connections internally, during a time when, the, when we are socially distanced. That alone speaks to how challenging, or at least how much more challenging it may be because of the environment we're in and and how much more necessary. It's really quite enheartening to hear what you're about to do at the firm, what you've already been doing at the firm and where you intend to take that.
1: You know, if you would have asked me, is this the moment at which the firm would double down? I'm not sure where I would have fallen out on that, but I am... Very encouraged to know that the firm is full steam ahead on its strategic priorities and growth opportunities and that, like you said, David, now it's more important than ever. And I love that we are rising to this challenge and that we see the opportunity that is here and the need that is here and that we're still moving forward.
0: Obviously, there are many firms that may not have this luxury, especially smaller firms where people in the marketing or BD role have to manage talent. The professional development department is not a separate division. What advice would you have to those who manage both marketing, business development, talent, and the myriad of other uh, responsibilities that tend to come with that MBD role?
1: In the same way that I feel about inclusion work, I feel that it's everybody's job. And so My feeling on this front is that regardless of how you are set up structurally, everyone in your firm is responsible for talent and ensuring that your people have what they need to be successful. So marketing and business development teams are no exception. You are developing people, you're connecting people, you're influencing conversations, you're building practices, you're building up pitch teams, you're creating access to opportunity. You have a sphere of influence and you know the firm better than anyone else. So to say, hey, I am this team separate and apart from professional development or HR or how whatever your setup is, if it's your job or not your job, I'm telling you it's your job. And so my advice would be, You reach out to leaders within your firm that you really seek out those collaboration opportunities to identify opportunities along the points of your attorney experience and offer to help because they need you. The skill set that a marketing and business development person brings, again, those client development fundamentals, the ability to create connections, build relationships, build practices, all of those skill sets need to be applied and turned inward. I feel so strongly that that's going to make all the difference. And so I would encourage folks to seek out those collaboration opportunities regardless of their role.
0: Well, that's great advice. And uh, those who for whom it really resonates can look to you as inspiration, not only in what you've done over the last 10 years at Boris, but what you have carved out for yourself as what will hopefully be another 10 years of successful support and enablement of the firm's advancement. So Thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today, Britt, and uh, your story and your plans. And as I say, we'll be looking with a keen eye to see how they unfold for you in the next few years.
1: Thank you for the opportunity, David.
0: Today's episode was brought to you by Ackert, the company that solves business development problems for professionals around the world. Visit ackertinc.com to learn more about our consulting, coaching, and technology solutions.